Enough about the weather, pal. I'm ready. <laughs> Shut up about the weather. Let's Shut get into it. Shut up about the weather. Welcome to City Council. I'm Paula Vigan-Allen, and I'm really excited for the guest I have today. Super funny, hilarious comedian and writer, Vinny Thomas. Hello, everyone. Greetings. Ajante. <laughs> um thank you for being here we met over twitter and now you're in la tell me your whole background tell me everything from the moment you were born until now i need to learn about you that's so much background (laughs) you have five minutes (laughs) oh god well i was i was born in in colorado i was born in denver and then i I was doing i was doing improv and and sketch stuff in denver and i really liked it and I, I was on a high school improv team too. It was called like spontaneous combustion or something. Anyway, it, it, it was a lot of fun. We would just go around. There was one improv theater where we would perform at where you weren't allowed to swear. Um, oh, because yeah, it's very, it's, it's very strange. Uh, anyway, after I did that, I was like, wow, you know, I really like this. Where can I do more of this? And so after I finished college, I moved out to Chicago. And I did, you know, the whole Second City IO thing. Yeah. And that was great, but very culty. Very culty, especially the Second City at that time. I don't know how it is now. I haven't been there in a few years. Was it culty in that, like, you guys had to give over all your finances, worship a leader? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exactly Mm. like that. Basically. I mean, we did give give over our finances. We worshiped leaders. And all in the all hopes the improv that we might te- get on main stage. <laughs> all the improv teachers were sexually demanding of their students. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I Honestly, I don't even think a lot of people out there are sexually demanding of themselves. And that's okay. <laughs> that's totally fine. Uh, that's totally fine. And so that's my whole, my comedy thing. And then the pandemic happened and I started posting videos on social media. And then, you know, those started doing well. And then I moved out here and we're just cooking we're we're still moving did you go to undergrad in colorado or chicago i did i went to undergrad in colorado i went to uh, a state school called metropolitan state university of denver go roadrunners oh my goodness that sounds like a, a college out of like an avengers movie where they're like metropolitan college truly is <laughs> it's like- under attack <laughs> very generic <laughs> very generic college and it was like a commuter college too i didn't want to my whole life I've been cheap and I didn't want to, <laughs> I don't want to have to pay for a college that you like sleep at. I was like, I can sleep. I can do that at home. What and so I did. Blessed parents you must have. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were like, you know, I, I was I think they're good parents, but I think I'm, I'm a better son. So <laughs> I think it was a treat for them as much as it was for me. I did Is that finish... going to be your eulogy? You're going to be like, they were good parents. They were good parents, I but I was a better son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're at that on their tombstones. Yeah. What, what, what else did I do? Yeah, I, I did a lot of little stuff. One of my first jobs was going door to door, trying to get people to sign petitions for oh. like, not petitions, like, um, like I worked for a lobbying group. Mm. Was it a good um, one? No, not <laughs> You're like I don't it read. Was a bad one. I have no I don't idea read at all. I was I was I just wanted that sweet sweet minimum wage paycheck. I was not interested in the content of what they were doing. Totally uh, fair. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I'm the cause of a lot of fracking. I think in the <laughs> in the Mountain West. Yeah, but that was crazy. But now we're here, and I'm here with you. And you live in LA too, and I've never met you in person. How crazy! I is that? keep wanting to go to shows that you're on, and then I can't. <laughs> The same thing happens with me. I always see you on shows and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta finally meet her. And I never do. So at this point, it feels intentional and maybe we should not meet each other. Yeah, I think if we met each other, something crazy might happen in the universe. Do you have siblings? Yes. I I have. You took a minute to think about it. And I don't think it was a lag over Zoom. (laughs) Uh, I have a brother. Okay. Yeah, and he's he's very nice. He's much he's much larger than I am. He's oh. like six four. He you know he's a, he's a big like built guy, and this is like as big as I'm getting. So we I look don't like, know how uh, big it is because we've never met. Oh, truly, you don't know how big. <laughs> how tall do you think I am? Just based off. Well, of... based on what you just said, I want to say shorter no, than no, me. No. Before I said that, before I said that. <laughs> okay, before you, you said that, I would have said like about my height. Maybe I'm five eight and a half. So maybe like five seven, five eight. 
Oh yeah, that's that's basically it. Okay. <laughs> okay that was um, anticlimactic. But yeah, I think it was fine. I think it was nice. It was nice. How old is your brother? Is he older or younger than you? And what does he do? He's older than me, and he does stuff with computers. Okay, um, so does mine. So does my brother. And he tells me all the time exactly what he does, but I don't know what it is. No idea. <laughs> really, like he's explained it to me probably a dozen times, and every time I I sit there and I pretend and I'm like, oh, now I understand. Now that I understand, you know, you use different words, so now I get it. But it's totally out the window to immediately. Me. I have no idea. But I mean, like. Also, families who family members who don't know what we do, they're like, go on SNL. And you're like, you don't understand the fundamentals of what we do. It's kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> yes, it, it is the same thing. SNL is so crazy. I think about that all the time. I think about the fact that like, if I got a call, <laughs> like to be on SNL right now, I would have to like move across the country in two days or whatever. You're like on call to be, you're on call to be on SNL at any moment. You're like, oh, yeah, truly. You're basically a doctor, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, and I think it's all of us. We're all like, you know, we're all wishy washy on SNL until they feasibly might call us. And then all of a sudden we're on board. Do you and know then what I mean? we don't care what petitions you give us to sign. We want that minimum wage SNL paycheck. <laughs> Not a callback. I live a callback. Um, yeah. Do you so have brothers? I have Wait, an older have brother. brother. Yeah. I have an older brother. And he also does computer stuff, but I do understand a good amount of it because I was also a biomedical engineer and then I quit. So I can, it was cool. I went to his PhD defense and I was like taking notes and asking him questions later. So it's kind of cool that we can speak the same language that way, but he does not fully understand the comedy thing or my content of comedy things. So I think my brother is more into the comedy thing. He like, he is my self tape person. Whenever I have to tape. Oh, that's so nice. I always, uh, I always have him uh, read for the other person. And he helps me a lot with writing, too. Like, I'll just bounce ideas off of him all the time. That's so um, sweet. I love that. Does, <laughs> still don't know what he does. <laughs> Barely know anything. So you did mostly improv, but now you do stand-up, too, right? Uh, yeah, a little bit of stand-up. I do a lot of, like, solo kind of character stuff. Mm. Like, stand-up in character. I don't know. I, I kind of am not performing as much as I probably should now that I've moved out here just because writing is like really kind of sucking me in what are you writing for right now oh right now I'm just writing like scripts like pilots and stuff um and then obviously um not obviously but wait wait don't tell me on NPR every now and then I'll join them for uh on their staff for uh that's awesome that's so cool Yeah, writing for audio is very different, I think, than anything else that we do, (laughs) because you have to like (laughs) script out everything and make sure that the audience gets it because you have your characters are very like, like your front facing videos are very funny because of like all of the subtleties in and the nuances (laughs) in your facial features. (laughs) But when you write for audio or write for other people, it's totally different, right? It's so yeah, it's it's truly it's you just have to write the joke. And if the joke is not good then it's just, it's not good. You know, you're not going to save it (laughs) with like, you're not going to save it with making a funny face, which I often do. I'll fully fess up to that. That's still high comedy, okay? I still think (laughs) it requires acting. It is very, reactions from people are are high comedy. Sometimes the funniest moments in life are not scripted. (laughs) Oh, that's so beautiful. I'm going to print that out and I'm going to put it on a wall or I'm going to like paint it on a wooden board. Oh, Not yeah. necessarily New York. Do you know <laughs> you can sell you that? Pass. You could sell that sign for 20 bucks at Hobby Lobby right now. I'm um, changing careers immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what Hobby Lobby stands for. I'm changing careers immediately. So you so I feel like you I feel like the last person I had on uh was my friend Simi. And she I told I asked her one question and she gave me all these details, but I feel like I'm pulling stuff from you because you don't want to talk about yourself as much. <laughs> Do you think you're very like, do you think it's hard to talk about yourself? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I do think it's hard to talk about, about myself. I don't know that like, I'm super interesting to talk about sometimes. Is that a horrible thing to say about myself? Wait, no, what no, do you I think know? that's I'll probably about about. healthy. Are you dating anyone? No, I, like, Boring. I'm, next I'm question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like validating your fears. Next question. No, I'm like, um, I've tried out here. It's different. I, I think I'm I'm on that app, that fancy app, which Riot. I'm not allowed to talk about. Yes. 
Theoretically. I can talk about it. <laughs> you can talk. Are you on it? No, you're not. <laughs> I'm so scared. Like, uh, you, you're not allowed to, like, if you post about it too much, they will, they'll kick you off of the app. They'll, like, if you they'll take a, everyone tried, not to date you. Everyone not to date you. They'll say, he's sick. He's a fucking sicko. <laughs> um, I tried, I took a screenshot once of someone's profile and it immediately, oh, yeah. like, freezes and gives you a warning. And it's you're like, not no, allowed no. to. Don't do that. You don't do don't do that, you sick little paparazzo. Which, like don't take a picture. <laughs> Which is why I think it's sexist, because I think screenshots are a feminine invention. You know what I mean? Like it's very good for women to be able to take screenshots and share things. It's our safety. Okay. We need it. Gossip was an evolutionary trait that we developed yes. in order to be honest with each other because men are scary. So <laughs> I think that it's a misogynist app. And also like, if they're not, if you're not dating and it's not working for you, what are you scared of? <laughs> Just talk shit about them. Exactly. It, um, I, wow it's crazy that it's a misogynist app because it has the name of a girl app like Rhea is a lady app name um yeah whereas, like bumble is bumble is fully a bumble, bumble fully you a know man. dudes are in that because they're all bumbling around yeah, they're all bumbling around they're all bumbling. <laughs> big oafs <laughs> um yeah but uh no not not dating anyone in so many words okay when did you move to la february of oh 20- that's recent Oh. 22 yeah oh that's okay cool. okay that's still recent uh what were you most excited about when you moved to LA about like the life not like Hollywood shit and have you been able to do that <laughs> um yeah you know I love birds I love <laughs> I love going bird watching so <laughs> I love how into animals you are I love it I so really much do. I it love that so like <laughs> so much of your tweets and so many of your front-facing videos are like homages to animals it makes me so happy they are so important to me I truly I was gonna be a zoologist for a year like that's all I wanted to be until I was like 17 and decided I was very good at this other thing so I should probably do this but I (laughs) I, truly I just wanted to work with animals I was obsessed I had all these like I became a vegetarian when I was eight because I loved animals so much and then I had all these like fact sheets about like African versus Asian elephants when I was like a kid and I like watched so much Steve Irwin and, and Jim Corwin, Jeff Corwin, Jeff and Corwin, I, yeah. Jeff Corwin. Yeah. And I kept one. I was like, I want to be them. And then I was like, I think you have to have like a win in your name and be a white dude to do this. So like, <laughs> holy shit, the end in your name. You're not wrong. Yeah. So I don't oh, know. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it was, it was wild. I used to love, I used to try and find like owl pellets and like pull them apart and stuff. Oh my goodness. Um, I was definitely that kid. I was definitely that gross kid that like flips rocks and grabs you, bugs and shit <laughs> you have a terrarium in your apartment right now what do, do, you have ha- do you have a pet yes um mrs gutierrez my snake <laughs> lives in that terrarium see i'm interesting i talk about myself <laughs> yeah what kind uh, of snake do you have she's a rosy boa a rosy boa yeah they're very cute tiny snakes they have little tiny faces she's great very easy to take care of i only feed her like once every seven and ten days Oh and God. then in the winter months, like right now, she doesn't eat at all. So she just kind of sits there until it's March. And then I feed her again. That's amazing. That's a lot of people in Hollywood do that too. They just yeah, don't yeah. feed during the winter months. It's, it's very important true. to stay thin. But yeah, I was excited when I moved out here because there are parrots flying around and I yes. love parrots. The um, Pasadena parrots. I went to undergrad in Pasadena and that was a huge thing. We were like, the parrots are always here. <laughs> everywhere though, like I, even just like I was down like in Koreatown and there was a bunch just like in a palm tree just hanging out yeah um they're just killing it you know what I mean they're not hurting anything they're just they're like an invasive species that's just living their best life and there's something so beautiful about that they're like model they're like model level beautiful but they don't want any part of Hollywood you know what I mean it's so it's so like self-aware and confident and I love it yeah and they're not afraid to take up space they're just screaming like idiots all the time <laughs> and is that what drew you to comedy <laughs> that's what drew me to comedy is parrots <laughs> just like the real friends of WeHo, just screaming and oh my I god have not seen that show is that Patrick Hall's it. new show apparently yeah yes it's so funny because I think he's just He's just one of the people on that show. Yeah. But because he's Tadra Call, like everyone, he's just They're taking like, up it's so much space. Show. It's yeah. his show and we're not watching it because he's on it. <laughs> um, it came on between Drag Race and Drag Race Untucked. Um, oh, yeah. It was very funny because clearly like everybody tuned out 
and then tuned back in for Untucked afterwards. Yeah, somebody was like, it's taking airtime from Drag Race. And I like don't even know if that's true. But I was like, I could see how it feels that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like sandwiched in between there. It's like, come on, guys, let's be serious. Let's They're come like, on. Let's let's get to the let's get to the snatched part. <laughs> let's get to let's get to the snatch. <laughs> to the snatch. <laughs> They're fast forwarding through it like a commercial. What okay. Else I say for? for the Patreon. Wait, what did you say? Oh, sorry. I was thinking of what else I was excited for. And I can only think oh. of um, fusion food. Sorry. Oh, fusion food. Fusion. What's yeah. your favorite food? My favorite food? in ge- yes. Like, I was thrilled to have like Indian Mexican fusion out mm. here, which it exists. There's like several places. Yeah. Um, it feels like you can only get it in like the mega cities. <laughs> There's no such place in Colorado or Chicago for that matter. But it's good. It's really good. My favorite type of fusion is like Indian East Asian fusion and they have it in India too and it's delicious it's so good <laughs> you're just giving me a happy face I believe you <laughs> thank you so much uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm giving you nothing I'm just sitting here smiling like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> and you say you were on an improv team the driest interview in the world I have nothing to say <laughs> next topic okay this next part is for the Patreon. So if you want to hear it, you go to patreon.com forward slash city council show and join the Patreon and we're going to put it on there. Yeah, Have you you're broke, you can't listen to this. Yeah, bitches. There, this is not for you. So tune out right now if you don't have the money. And this is a leftist podcast. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, that was for the Patreon. And this next segment, I don't know. If it's just, it's more stories because I didn't know what games to play because we're getting to know each other. Okay, you fooled all of our friend group. We thought you were Indian. <laughs> we, <laughs> we had no idea. We're like, what of us? <laughs> part of our fold. He might be part white, but he's definitely Indian. <laughs> Um, and you are not. <laughs> no. And I get that so much, especially online. Yeah. And it's specific, it's specific groups too. Um, like uh the Malayali. Oh um, yeah. And Tamil. Oh my goodness, uh, yeah. I they reach out all the time. I had one person <laughs> reach being, out. <laughs> you're being forced to learn about different Indian groups I truly, because of I know. <laughs> I know, like, they definitely think I'm from the south part of the subcontinent <laughs> at the end. I think you explained, and then someone else explained later, too, that there are a lot of Christians. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so they have, a, their surname Thomas is not uncommon. Yeah, yeah. So that helped, too. One guy reached out, and he was like, are you Indian? Please say you're Indian. If not, my mom will be so disappointed. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, with him, I just told him yes. Oh, good, um, good. So we'll just see what happens there. Yeah, I get I get clocked as a lot of ethnic groups that I'm not. I think Indian first and foremost. And then in person, I think I've had a lot of like Jewish people ask me if I'm Jewish. Just straight up. And, you know, I think that's, that's probably... better than other people asking if you're Jewish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes if... you're like, what is where is this going to lead? What does this mean? <laughs> yeah, if it was other people, I'd be like, maybe, you know. It They're like on taking notes. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Indian thing is, is I'm so sorry. I, I'm an Indian catfisher, I think. And it's not <laughs> intentional, uh, but not Indian. No, I love that. I think that like Bianca Cristobal, who's a very funny comedian, has a joke where she's like, Oh, you're ethnically ambiguous. Just say you're Indian. We know. We know you think we know you think you're ethnically ambiguous, but you actually are. And you're pulling all the Indian people. (laughs) (laughs) It's so what's crazy is when I get like when I get auditions for like for either like like an Indian character or maybe it's like maybe it's someone who's Puerto Rican, which I'm also not. Yeah, right. Which I'm always dubious about, especially if, if one was for a movie, like it was about Diwali, like it was a Diwali <laughs> movie. And I was like, I like, I don't think I can do this. If it was a guy who was just Indian on the subway and he like yells, hey, stop that. Then yeah. Maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's a full You're on, telling like, the story of our people. I'm not doing that. Kumail Nanjiani in The Big Sick 
one of the dates that he had was with a half black, half white girl that that lady from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, uh, the like hippie like friend or whatever. The young, she, yeah, she's like half black and half white, and she played. She was like they're trying to like get him arranged marry, and he, she fooled all of us. We were later. We were like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> something here is not right. <laughs> Something's different. And my friend who is Puerto Rican, she told me about like Indian spots that she booked, and I was like, you know what? Go get them, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's my general rule is as long as it's not the entire movie is like a specific cultural like celebration. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Then put I'm some the... minority in there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, who honestly. cares? You slip whoever in there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No one's going to clock it except for you now because you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Indian. I'm a black Italian person. Uh, so, so still both poc sides obviously exactly so 100 percent a minority yeah um are you do you think italians or black people are more persecuted <laughs> in oh right now <laughs> right now in these trying times well i i would say black people but i have seen the trailer for the new mario movies so, oh yeah um a hate yeah. crime i would say it's very very hate crime. They completely Devastating. stripped him of his accent. They said, we're going to completely English wash Mario. <laughs> English, Anglo wash. Anglo wash, English wash. I don't know how to say it, but it's a term we've come up with just now. And I think it's yeah. still thankful. It's, it's incredible. Okay. We're going to get into some headlines. And I think you're going to like a lot of these. I didn't even mean to do this, but half of them are about, half of these trivia questions are about animals and I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, what did a pet fish do when an owner set him up to play a video game? What did it do? Yeah. So it was a pet fish uh-huh. and he was set up like basically this, the owner of this fish set him up to see if he could complete a video like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And they set up a webcam and he like swam around across and it like mapped to this grid on the video game. What do you think he did? I, I think he I think he captured a legendary Pokemon and I think he became the very best. I think he also became the very best, but he did it through credit card fraud because <laughs> because this so this Japanese YouTuber, Mutakimaro channel, set up this webcam and he had the inputs and everything and he was trying to play the game. And then he'd done this in 2020 and the game he did complete Pokemon Sapphire in over 3,000 hours. But the fish recently was set up to complete these other Pokemon games and the game crashed and he accidentally committed credit card fraud <laughs> with his owner's credit card. And it was on like a live stream thing. So everybody was watching it happen. <laughs> Man, imagine if you're like looking at your credit card charges and there are like a million charges for like little divers with like treasure checks. Yeah, like, or just, just like, bought, like fish flakes. <laughs> Yeah, fish <laughs> I, I think that would confirm that at least they like it because how do we know they like it you know we put those divers in there you know oh my god ah, that's so true yeah i bet you they have taste what if but like you, fish that, get stressed when their environment is too tacky yeah i also bet that like that's like such a weird thing that we're like let's put a version of us in their natural environment that we're trying to recreate you know what i mean like we're like <laughs> let's put our junk in there like a treasure chest <laughs> I think people like who stuff get, that's not supposed to be in the ocean. I think people who get little divers are never worried about the environment looking naturalistic. I think they're worried no. about having a cute little goldfish. Yeah. Um, having the time of its life. <laughs> Speaking of the time of its life. Okay. Uh, what did Buzz Aldrin do on his 93rd birthday? Oh, he just married that lady. He got married. Yeah. Got married. How old is she? I was afraid to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Should I look it up? Wait. Hold on. Anka 4. I don't know where. Is she it's... Russian? It sounds like it. May 1959. Oh my God. I can't do that math right now. <laughs> 63? 30 year oh, wow. age difference? Wow. You know what? Do you think that's okay? At what age is it okay to have a 30 year age difference? 93 and 63. Okay. I think at, at any age, it becomes, when it becomes difficult to tell the difference between a 93 year old and a 63 year old, I say, go for it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I, I worry I about, care. I worry about the power difference because he was on the moon. <laughs> I think unless you've walked on the moon, you, 
Like, you can't date someone who's not walked on the moon if you walked on the moon. You know what I mean? I think if you're both wearing diapers, then it's okay. You know what I mean? Um, that, the, that the babies wear diapers, <laughs> that, well, if Adult both... diapers. Okay, adult yeah. diapers. Adult same diapers. category of diapers. No, I'm not. Cancel me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you think 93-year-olds should date babies? Sure, why not? <laughs> Let's do it, man. I don't. <laughs> or they also sent like monkeys into space. And I bet they wore diapers at some point. Okay. Now, now we're getting into very dubious territory here. If you uh, let well, it, it's slippery slope. <laughs> I, would, I wonder if that's all he talks about. Do you think that's all he talks about going to the moon? What else is I, he? I saw a video on Twitter that was, that recently resurfaced of like a moon truther going up to him and being like, you scammed us. Like you're a liar and a thief. And then he, Punt, Buzz Aldrin punches this moon truther in the face. Damn. So he's I feel like, yeah, it was probably, I don't know. He's like Morgan Freeman. He just like is, has been old for a long time. You know, he's been old since we learned about it. the moon. <laughs> the moon ages you. <laughs> the horrors he saw. Speaking of the moon. Oh, great yeah. transition. What did Pink Floyd on the 50th anniversary of Dark Side of the Moon get canceled for in the comments? Rainbow, rainbow in their logo rainbow in their rainbow logo, in their logo. Yeah. these these woke bands nowadays <laughs> that shit is so funny to me like it's just i think we live in a comical unserious society now yeah and i don't know if you hate gay people that much that like seeing a rainbow like in drives you, to, you it drives you to type words like drives you to write things then i'm like Go for it. You know, you're passionate about something. I don't know if I'm that passionate about anything. Like, go ahead. Write your complaint. You, see, you know what I mean? Get it out. You see like a rainbow in the sky. You cancel God. You're like, how dare? How dare he? How dare he for sure? He do just this yelling to the, like the F slur in the air. Like I, I, just like going to the fucking grocery store and ripping all the boxes of Lucky Charms Lucky to Charms. pieces. Um, anyway, yeah. Hey, gay people. Next question. <laughs> wasn't asking that but okay okay putting that on the patreon as well just to let everybody know (laughs) so what happened at a slaughterhouse in hong kong when a butcher was attempting to kill a pig oh the pig sang that michael jackson song that's like what about sunshine what about rain (laughs) (laughs) and um (laughs) Uh, you know, and he's just really beautiful, really passionate. He starts dancing around and then the mm. slaughterhouse guy starts to cry. He's like, holy fuck, I can't kill this pig. And he was like, I'm going to manage you. Um, and so now the pig <laughs> And that's what Sing 3 is about. And that is Sing 3. Okay. No, what happened? <laughs> that was happened incredible. There? He died. The butcher died because the pig woke up and like knocked him over. Okay. There's something. Um, I don't know. If you're trying to kill an animal that's as smart as a toddler, yeah. And like you should be aware that it can, it can figure it out could, how to kill you back. Yeah, it could. And this was in Hong Kong, so it wasn't in the US. So like you wouldn't think that the the toddler was armed, but it <laughs> it was a pig and it was large, so it was able to apparently it it did have like the meat cleaver that was used by the butcher. Like it ended up I guess he hit the butcher with it. <laughs> Well, so, pigs are, they are even-toed ungulates, so they have the hoof that splits into two, so maybe they yeah. could have grabbed that thing up. Yeah, I don't know, there's something weird about pigs. Sometimes I think pigs are just, like, people who have been cursed, and, like, their bodies mm. have been stretched out. They're just so much like us. Like, their teeth, what they eat, everything. They're just what, like, what do you think they were cursed? Like, why do you think they were cursed? What did they do? Homosexuality, what did- next question. <laughs> What did the victim do? <laughs> Homosexuality. Okay. Okay. So all those people in the comments on the Pink Floyd thing were just trying to save us from pigdom. Um, yeah, yeah. What happened to a Florida woman for the third time in two years? Oh, someone called her a cracker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get that a lot from the parrots flying around. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They love it. They love that shit. Um, no, what happened to a Florida woman? Again. She was pulled from a storm drain for the third time in two years. She, <laughs> she the, the police, the Delray po- police 
got a call of someone possibly in distress while swimming in a canal and they asked her if she needed help and then she ignored them and climbed into a storm drain pipe and she refused to come out and started crawling further into the pipe and then firefighters had to contain her between two sections of the pipe and they they the rescue operations team had to use like a ladder and rescue harness and she was taken to the hospital. She had minor injuries, but she was reported missing in 2021 By who, as the well. The other sewer people. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, what if she was the gator that was cursed to be a human? What if? <laughs> <laughs> and she, yeah, when we picked her up, she just like hissed. Like, yeah. I think if but you want to, if you want to live in the sewer that bad, let her stay. Let him go. Like, if you have to be dragged out of the fucking canal, stay in the canal. Like, I'm not. I'm Wait. not dragging you out of the canal. <laughs> you don't know. In 2021, she was reported missing by her boyfriend. And 20 days later, fire rescue crews found her stuck in a storm drain. And she had been swimming in the canal. And she <laughs> entered the storm drain and got lost and wandered through it for weeks. But then two months after that, Texas police <laughs> found her in a storm drain in Cranberry, Texas. Oh. So this is like a common thing that she's she's like... She's venturing out. She's touristing all the storm drains. Okay, look. I, first of all, I don't know who her boyfriend is. Is her boyfriend the fucking clown from it? Like I know. <laughs> also, how are you going to survive for weeks? Are you eating little pieces of shit and roaches? Oh what my are you god! Doing in the storm drain. It's. Do just... you think she had like pizza delivered to it? Like maybe that's what Pizza Rat is. The teenage mutant <laughs> turtle rat. She's living in the sewers. She's getting pizza delivered by the rat. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not dragging some lady who probably looks like what I'm imagining is fucking that who's the what's the thing that says my precious in Lord of the Rings? Goblin or Goblin Go- Gollum? What Gollum, I yeah. I will never <laughs> You never I love Lord of the Rings. I got so mad so at why? I was trying to remember his real Smeagol. Smeagol, yeah. Smeagol. I'm imagining Smeagol in like a mumu dress. Like <laughs> stuck down there and the police are like you have to come out and she's like (laughs) just like participate in society i'll never pay taxes (laughs) she just lives down there and wait so and i'm assuming she went to texas and then went down the storm drain she didn't i don't think she wandered to texas through the storm drains i think she went to texas in but so she had a little adventure in between her florida storm drains Oh, she's got to stink. I'm so sorry. Like, no offense to this woman, but she's got to smell like like an algal bloom. Like, she's just... What perfume do you use in a storm drain to combat it? You know how, like, they have, like, the the enzyme spray to make like if your dog pees in the house you spray it and then it like dissolves the enzymes no i actually don't know anything about that i was okay but continue it's a it's a very important computer thing no um (laughs) (laughs) it's they have like a spray to like get rid of that smell like it targets that pee smell i feel like that's all you could do is like be on your heels completely combating the sewage smell there's no you can't smell like yourself you can't smell like anything else you're just trying to clean <laughs> clean that smell up you know could you imagine she probably dresses up she's like i'm stepping out but instead of going to the club she just like <laughs> goes to another storm drain <laughs> goes into a canal who plays in a canal in a flooded city by the way like who i don't know it's he's begging to be drowned <laughs> what did you say about this country being unserious <laughs> i don't it's remember it's an unserious country it's a goofy oh, okay. ass country speaking of goofy ass countries oh, amazing transitions today there was a toad Found in Australia. What do you think? What was special about this toad? Well, first of all, I'm assuming it was a cane toad. <gasps> um, because yes. cane toads are very invasive in Australia. And they get very big. Yes. So I'm assuming it was a very large cane toad. Oh my God. Incredible. It was a 2.7 kilogram cane toad that could be breaking the world's record. It, could, it, it was huge. And the way, first of all, I don't like the way people photograph these large animals they just (laughs) hang them by their back legs and they're like look at how big this one is and the toad's just existing that's so rude it's pretty fucked up and if you zoom in you can clearly see the toad like blushing because it's so embarrassed yeah it's It's like come on it's it's getting body shamed basically but yeah it's they call and they also called it toadzilla and it's a lady it's a lady it's a lady toad yeah it's just messed up it's messed Um, up there's a lot of things you could make fun of cane toads for, but 
I think their size is like the, the least of the problems. What can you make fun of cane toads for? They have glands behind their eyes that when you squeeze them, they ooze like this white, like poisonous substance. Um, <laughs> You're roasting them for the poison they have. <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty fucking gross. Like if I saw that in real life, I'd be like, cover that shit up. I, I don't know how you do it, but wear a turtleneck or something because it's sick. Also, she's probably had like, two million kids and she doesn't know any of their names like I'd, I'd go in on that aspect oh that. wow bad mothers yeah. bad mothers horrible mother what are other bad mothers in the in the animal kingdom I feel like a lot of birds are at the top of the list really um, why yeah, yeah a lot of larger birds especially raptors and like waterfowl like shoebills because they'll have they'll have more than one offspring but the rest are, there's only one big one and the rest are just insurance in case the big <gasps> one dies. So they will consciously like only feed one of them. If there's like, it doesn't seem like there's enough food in a year, they'll give almost all the food to one chick and the wow. other one will starve to death. And they don't, they don't give a fuck because that chick was just extra. And that's birds. That's bird culture. Wow. That's so rude. As a second child, bad. I think that hits us hard. <laughs> it does. Oh, and pigs are pretty bad too. And like in captivity, especially pigs will totally, just, they'll just lay on the, they'll lay on the baby and crush it up. Oh my um, God. I'm sorry. Isn't that too sad? I will cut it out later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You cunt. That's so sad. I'm such a bitch. <laughs> I'm always talking about crushed piglets. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, stop me. <laughs> now we're going to get into, oh, that was so fun. Now we're going to get sad. We're going to get into some of the headlines deeper in. Have you heard about what's happening in Peru? Protests? Protests, yes, because there was a president and he was a supposed leftist and then he dissolved Congress and he was then he basically tried to have a coup and then they were like, you're not going to have a coup. And then his vice president was appointed. And it's very there's a lot of unrest uh, somebody, one newsletter described Castillo's ouster this way. He had breakfast as a president, lunch as a dictator, dinner as a detainee, and he had a failed coup. So yeah, there's a lot of protests happening right now. It's mm. wild. I think a lot of like rural protesters felt like he was representative of their ideals because initially he was. And the new president, Dina Bularte, has called a national state of emergency and the police and the military are trying to restore order in the rural areas, but they've been very, very violent. That's happening in Peru. Any thoughts? Yeah, my <laughs> first thought is that um, if you're going to dissolve a Congress, make sure you do it literally um, mm. or it might come back to haunt you. Yeah, you can't um, just say I'm dissolving a Congress and then nothing happens. Yeah, you have to live. You have to go and dissolve each member of Congress. Um, <laughs> that's what I would do. Uh, if you were a dictator. If, if I was a dictator, which fingers crossed. Here, so. if that's why you came to move to L.A. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to scam these idiots to the top. <laughs> would you ever be a dictator? I feel like if I had access to that, I might I might do it. If I was a dictator, I would do something like horrible. And then I'd be like, oh, no, are you mad at me? You know what I mean? So I feel like I wouldn't. <laughs> be a good dictator that's too much shame yeah i'd be like oh i'd be like going it'd be like the sopranos where i'd have a therapist and i need them to justify like all of my existence you know what i mean i'd be like yeah. oh was i an asshole for like destroying the food supply of these people i will <laughs> say so sorry there's there's nothing more embarrassing than like an attempted coup like yeah a coup that doesn't work that is so humiliating like yeah you, you like you try your best and everyone sees and then what you get locked up after like it's just you're like I'm gonna steal your boyfriend and then nothing there's not nobody was interested <laughs> like, yeah yeah it's like if you have a really good comeback lined up right and you do it and like nobody laughs yeah and then you just like retreat back into obscurity or prison yeah prison it's pretty rough um anyway Godspeed to you guys. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of good lucks in the news today. I'm so sorry. There's there was a protest in Atlanta. And the reason there was a protest was because originally there was this like cop city that was happening in Atlanta. And there was a climate activist known as Tortuguita, and they were killed 
by police and police are saying that they like shot at a state trooper but the people who were there are saying that's incorrect and that it's being covered up and so now there's like crazy protests happening they were an environmental activist who who died that's kind of what's going on there now the Georgia Bureau of Investigation said Tortuguito, who was 26 years old, was killed by officers after shooting and wounding a state trooper. But they like everybody online has been calling it like a murder and that they're saying they were saying that the body cams weren't there. But then they have pictures of the state troopers with body cams. So people are like, what is happening? So they're trying to they're trying to see if that if like the truth can come out. And Brian Kemp, who's governor you know, denounced the violence and thanked thanked responding officers, but we didn't really expect him to do much else. The person who was protesting was a part of Stop Cop City, which is a, a community of activists who are trying to stop it. And it and Cop City is this like $90 million project, and it's supposed to be built by the Atlanta Police Foundation, and it would cut down a ton of trees in order to create it. And so that's why it's relevant that the person was an environmental activist. So they're dealing with protests in Atlanta now too. And it's rough. And, and it's, it's also interesting just because they're tearing down yeah. an entire forest to build what amounts to a training center for cops. Yeah. And it feels like everyone else is training on Zoom just fine. So <laughs> like, you don't yeah. need to. If you want to fuck yeah. up a forest, just say you want to fuck up a forest. We don't need the pretense of like, oh, we have to build this city. You don't need a city. A cop city is a regular city. You just That's... need a good breakout room, you know? Exactly. <laughs> a whiteboard space. Yeah, it's true. They are using, they're like, we just want to, we just want to get rid of all these streets. We would rather do that. And also, what is trading going to do? You know, I mean, they didn't respond well. I don't know what like being in a physical space, unless it's like, like an empathy yoga retreat or something. I, I can't. I think those will arm the police worse than any <laughs> of the, the weapons they have. If they are able to mispronounce chakra, chakra at me, <laughs> that might get more violent. Okay. You don't love the idea of like a cop pointing a gun at you and saying, get in downward dog. <laughs> yeah, right at, right at my third eye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think if we combined L.A. white women's targeted targeted passive aggressiveness with cops, yeah, might be that might be the worst. It'd be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's you're like planning your dictatorship right now. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm writing this down. They're gonna yeah, suck. and they'll listen to me because I look like an Indian man. <laughs> that's how you train your troop of white women. More bad news. Because it doesn't stop. There have been a lot of tech layoffs. Have you seen this online? All of the tech layoffs? Yes, yeah. It's pretty rough. According to O Danny Boy on Twitter, Dan Saffer, Google laid off 12,000 people, Microsoft 10,000, Amazon 18,000, Meta 11,000, Twitter 4,000, Salesforce 8,000. So that's 200,000 or more laid off in tech since the beginning of 2022. And that person called for a... A union, a tech workers union. The New York Times said that there was like a generational divide in the reactions to the layoffs. They said like older people were like used to it based on other like recessions and things that have happened. Whereas young people, I don't know, wanted to have a future. <laughs> Silly them, <laughs> right? <laughs> Insane. But part of the reason is that they hired a lot during the pandemic. They hired like a ton, like tens of thousands of people during the pandemic. And now they're like, laying them off as I guess they realize that they shouldn't have hired that many people. So that's happening. And I don't know if it's, I don't think it's necessarily showing like a bubble burst in tech because this has happened before, but we will see. Hopefully it's your so brother is fine. <laughs> oh, your brother's computer job is he's safe. He's going to be great. I haven't even checked in, but I just know <laughs> he's going to be fine. You're like, probably. stop talking about yourself. We have sides to read. <laughs> uh, yeah, please. You're going to be this lady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, something about it feels ominous, but I don't know. But I feel like whenever a ton of people are fired across different jobs, I'm like, wow, this is, it's, this is a red flag. I better stock up on toilet paper, but maybe it'll be fine. I don't know. I am not a professor. <laughs> <laughs> you 
just play one on TV. I no. just play one on TV. Yeah, I think like part of what bothered people was that like there was somebody who tweeted about their experience at Google and they said that they just got after working there 20 years, they got an email that they were laid off like after like their phone and stuff stopped working or like other people said their their phones oh, yeah. and things stopped working. There was people at Vox who were laid off by the and there were people who like had like a lot of emails sent to them and they were like if you get an email in the next 15 minutes you're laid off and it was and then you just had to wait 15 minutes i would immediately start stealing i would start stealing well, yeah, everything that would piss me off so much if you make my firing feel like a fucking american idol audition or something i would be so pissed but i'm talking about mailchimp you cut it out i read that other thing like some people didn't see the email so when they came to Google and they scanned their IDs and their IDs didn't work, that's how they found out that they were fired. That is so disrespectful for people. Like, that's insane. Why isn't there a tech workers union? I don't know. I don't know why there isn't. I feel like because so many, so many people who at least work on certain ends of tech make a ton of money. And so I feel yeah. like maybe they thought they didn't need to unionize, but you're not safe. None of us, none are of safe. us are safe. <laughs> I feel like they should have started when the Twitter stuff started happening and all those layoffs. Oh, you know? yeah, are you kidding me? But I bet people and... are working towards it. We just are ignorant and don't know. <laughs> about it where <laughs> i like how artists are just like i'm still gonna be poor i don't care <laughs> yeah, yeah we're just gonna be broke just join a union like and become okay. a waiter i don't know you know <laughs> like that's what we're all freelancing Why we don't, don't know you what fucking to do get out there and busk for god's sake yeah like, go busk your computer skills um <laughs> that's what the bear was all about <laughs> <laughs> the bear is not a sorry this is such a radical change it's something do it why is everyone saying that's a comedy the bear is not a comedy i like it's it's a great show i love that show i i'm still trying to figure out how it's a comedy except for because that one thing where they like drug those kids but other than that it's funny when people are very stressed at work it's hilarious it's a little vacay from my daily life you know <laughs> I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. It's very intense. But I think it's because people, I, I think like Orange is the New Black and all those shows kind of like skewed what people think comedies and dramas are because of like how character driven things are. If there's like distinct characters, they're like, oh, how silly. <laughs> a fully <laughs> a fully developed character rather than talking fast. Interesting. Yeah. See, I don't like that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a genre segregationist. You're Probably. a genre segregation. What I'm what other segregation? What would you classify like something like Orange? The, is the bear. New Black? The bear is a drama. Orange is the new black. Oh, is a drama. I think mm. someone died in Orange is the New Black, so that's that's a drama. I'm sorry. As soon like, as someone dies, it's a drama. It's a drama. I feel like it was the comedy until someone died, and then it was like, oh, drama. Wait, have you seen the other guys? Yes. Have you seen the beginning um, of the other guys? <laughs> Wait, but they died. But that's different. <laughs> that's different. It, that's different. And I think you know it's different. Um, so and you're comedy. trapping me. This is entrapment. Yeah, and I'm cornered, and I hate that for me. So <laughs> never kill anyone. How do you feel about um? Have you seen that website that's called Does the Dog Die dot com or whatever? <laughs> yes. Do you use it to like because you love animals? I feel like my love for animals is more like, it's more like a knowledge thing. Like, I don't know if- I think that's I get... safer. Yeah. I'm the type of person, I follow all the rescues. I cry every morning about animals I've never met and never had a chance. Oh. Every day, I'm my friends are like, you have to stop this. This is not good for you. This is my, they're like trying to have, they're trying to take my phone away from me. And I'm like, no, I need to know about this puppy in Brazil. Like I have to know it's okay. Oh. <laughs> I have like all of the heart and like none of the knowledge <laughs> and it's not helping. I hope you get through it. Thank you. Really Thank do. you so much. I think you're going to make it. I have every faith. I'm, I'm very invested. <laughs> Speaking of helping the creatures, we have a mutual aid babe of the week and you suggested one. Can you tell us about the mutual aid that you would like to push? Yeah, the um, Mutual Aid Network LA, right? Or Mutual Aid LA Network. So they have a bunch of, they connect a bunch of mutual aids in LA. Uh, and so when you donate to them, um, you're kind of supporting all these different things like, um, you know, hygiene supplies, uh, fresh produce in the park. And even just the network itself of like, you can go to, you know, their one page and you can see all of these different sub-organizations within their umbrella, which works out really well. 
amazing. And you can donate to them at gofundme.com forward slash F. I don't know what that's for. Forward slash mutual aid LA. The F is for fun because giving fun. is fun. Fun, oh. fun. So yes, go support the Mutual Aid Los Angeles Network. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Vinny, where can we find you? What's going on? When do oh, we get to you, see your scripts? Oh, you better stop. Uh, you, <laughs> can, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at V-I-N-N underscore A-Y-Y. That's V-I-N-N underscore A-Y-Y. I'm also going to be on a show um, on Apple TV Plus that <gasps> I think is coming out this year. And I'm in a lot of it, so it's very exciting. <gasps> it's called Platonic. Um, oh my god, that. that's so uh, exciting! I'm very excited. I'm very. I don't. Uh, something I've realized is I don't post about the things that I'm doing enough, and so nobody knows about them. I've been clocked for it a lot, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing it more. Uh, the show comes out later this year, so please watch. Um, I'm definitely yeah. gonna watch. I will extend my Apple TV subscription for this show. <laughs> And maybe also Severance, but also for this show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And thank you for being on the podcast. Meeting adjourned. That's how I end the podcast. Oh, do you hit a gavel? No. No, everybody keeps asking about the gavel, but I have the gavel in the logo, but I don't have a gavel. I don't know. You can't say adjourned and not like at least make a sound, make a little bump. Bop. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. We tried. Do you want me to hit it? Yes. Is that that better? I like I like. I didn't vocal hear sound. it. You have to hit the cue. Okay, we're just gonna skip this. Wait. No, clap. I'm gonna. Okay, clap. One, two, three. I thought you were gonna clap with me. I didn't. I wasn't gonna clap with you. But your thing has the filter on. Your Zoom has like the auto the sound filter, so, so you can't you clap, hear. Like, watch. Let me try. I bet you it'll do the same thing. Are you ready? I don't hear anything. <laughs> Cuts it out. That's why I didn't hear any of those sounds. <laughs> it wouldn't let us adjourn the meeting. It wouldn't. It's still going. <laughs> okay. Meeting adjourned. Bye-bye. Bye. This episode of the City Council Podcast was written, created, and produced by Paula Viganalan. That's me. The music was written and produced by Ruby Ibarra. Be sure to follow us at City Council, spelled S-E-L, show on Instagram and Twitter for more weekly podcasts and live stand-up comedy shows. To support the show and for exclusive bonus content, please join the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash city council show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.